Nigerian's educational system is a mess from top to bottom. As my village people would say, Akparokon, Kogajikonlo, Afele Tobagunyebe, which means no quail is taller than another except the one that sent the rain. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at the Nigerian's educational system, the reality versus ideal. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and you're welcome to the Nigerian Story Podcast. I still remain myself. My people call me A to the Y to the O to the D to the E to the J to the I. Ayodeji Adekbala. Today's episode promises to be very interesting because we have a VIP on the show and she is... And I am Hadiola Dagunro Oluwatosi and you can also call me Igbagboyemi. Alright, this is episode 36 and for those of you that stayed with us all through last year, we want to say thank you very much. We are so grateful. And please, if you are just joining us, do well to follow us on our previous episode on anchor.fm forward slash the Nigerian Story Podcast. On today's episode, we will be doing something that is very prominent. And we have tagged it what ought to be versus the reality what ought to be versus what is another way you can also call it the ideal versus the reality so please stay tuned on this show because this show promises to be very very mat washing we'll be right back after this time out okay so today we'll be talking about the educational system in nigeria versus other climbs like what are we supposed to have in our education system and what we really have right now okay just so we let you know we know that we know but let us we know our know now okay what is education no simply education is what we do from the day we are born to the day we die okay let me put it in proper english it is a process of facilitating learning just like my said here no are you saying i'm not correct no 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 no. i just said the proper english uh, you mean I no can't no no you know what let's say proper you, english no, 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 again. No, no, no. you spoke it in niger no I did that, that definition was as in was was uh, given by no let me just start telling the name and that's why i had to tell them the one that was given uh, by the well i just message. just just continue please okay so, in case some of you have been wondering, you know, how did education start? You know, sometimes when we are in the hall and you are giving exams, you're like, who started this thing? Like, can't we just do some of these things? And some of you that didn't really like doing homeworks and assignments, you know, I have found the person that started this thing for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, the man that started education, though... We might say the bad side, we don't want assignments and classes, but also he is the father of education. That is, he made education uh, what it is today, that we can have free education and everyone can be educated. And he is the father of education. We have Ores Man. That is his name. He was born in the year 19, I mean 1796 on May 4, and he died on August 2, 18. 59. So there you have it, Orisman, the father of education. So the model of education, which is the 934 that we are operating currently in Nigeria, was taken after um, Germany, China, and um, Ghana. Um, but the Nigeria system has been has been in a mess for some for quite some time now. And um, the first which I would want to talk about, which is really striking me in the heart is the issue of um, poor funding so for example in 2018 the federal government budgeted around seven percent for 
the, for education. Why in uh, currently in 2021, the budget we are having, we, exp- we are having the lowest budget whatsoever in the last 10 years, if I'm very correct. To me, this is very disturbing compared to other countries. And um, it seems to me as if the federal government does not really prioritize education because it's, to me, it speaks volume. What do you think? Yes, I think so. Because if we look at it, education is like the foundation or basics of the success of a person and eventually the success of the society. And if we take our educational system with levity and definitely we won't have that result we are supposed to get. And that is why these days, uh, the quality of education we have in Nigeria compared to other educational systems in the world is nothing to write home about. And for a current ranking, Nigeria ranks 124th in the world. And Nigeria also ranks the 25th in Africa behind Rwanda. You know, for the so-called giant of Africa, that is not something that is encouraging at all and it starts from the poor funding because all the other issues and uh, problems and challenges attached to the educational system as uh funding as the major the basic uh, uh basics of those problems if we want to have uh for a proper education we need good infrastructure uh, adic- you know, better, I mean, quality teaching with teaching aids, adequate classrooms, quality teachers, good learning environments, and good education policies. Now, if you look at it, all those things are hinged upon the funding, I mean, proper funding of our educational system. So, another problem associated with this, um, our educational system in Nigeria is that it is well assorted with infrastructural decay. So what ought to be versus what is, is saying that in other claims, the uh, association of teachers, of university teachers can easily trust their government. But in Nigeria's case, the reverse is the case. We can see strikes every year in Nigeria. It's just because these guys could not trust the federal government. The federal government will tell you they are going to reach an agreement, which an agreement these guys have been fighting for as far back as 2009 to date the federal government has been making promises upon promises and still they are they haven't been able to fulfill the promise that we are talking about now so in other claims i think people find it very easy to trust government but in nigeria situation trust we have is far from the ground okay it's just like what we know our government for now is that when they say a thing trust me like we always say when someone tells you meet me in front you know we'll say we'll say go extra miles to meet that person but it's just unfortunate that the government extend this lack of trust to our educational system well when we are talking about the challenges and the problems we have in our educational system it cannot be devoid of the teachers too our teachers are to me are not really not all though some of them are not really doing well when it comes to speaking to the psychology of the students we have teachers going to the class and the first thing they tell the students is you guys cannot pass this course or you guys cannot pass the subject you know that's alone i know it's not part of the ethics but we have some teachers doing that and that alone discourages even the students to learn and 
for those teachers the question that one would want to ask is why are you even teaching at first and at the same time if you see the exam questions saying eh, no it should just be as if you just go and commit suicide i don't know maybe you should have something to, to say about this okay now talking about the ideal i will go back to the very beginning when horace Mann became secretary of education in massachusetts in 1837 he set forth his vision for a system of professional teachers mark that professional teachers who would teach students and organize curriculum of basic content so when horace may had the vision of education it was not just to just teach but to be taught by professionals which means those that were going to pass out pass on the information or to teach others were supposed to be properly taught themselves now being properly taught does not really mean that just because you have uh, the certificate or you're certified to be a teacher i think being certified as a teacher has so many things inched on hate apart from just the knowledge that you want to pass across you can know what you want as a teacher you can know what you're teaching as a teacher and not be able to properly pass that knowledge to others or to your students for example uh, you know how to teach but you don't know how to talk to the psychology of your students or another thing that we have is that teachers these days are supposed to help build the confidence of their students sometimes we all have issues and times when we don't believe in ourselves but when we overcome it sometimes we do not overcome it by ourselves but because other people believed in us that we could do it so if a teacher could not help the students in other areas morally psychologically emotionally and even academically if this teacher cannot if a teacher cannot do that all round definitely you would not be able to produce a proper student who would have gotten the knowledge that has been passed and would also be able to pass that knowledge across and let me say this that the type and kind of teachers we have now I would say it didn't really start from them. Maybe it started from their own teachers who produced students that were not really, you know, not really we can't really say they are professionals not just because of the knowledge they possess, but in the all when we check all round of what a teacher should be. And some teachers teach because I just want to get money as an occupation, but some teach with the passion to impart knowledge. For such, it's easy to make, I mean to 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 bring out proper students out of their uh, learning sessions. So, when you have uh, teachers who are not really impart uh students only you have a student that will come up to not be a uh, 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 a professional if the student is going to be a teacher to a professional teacher because you can't give what you don't have what has been given or imparted to that student is what he or she will be able to give out and so when this person becomes a teacher too he, he or she is likely uh, to repeat what uh the teachers have done 
or in short, they might even become worse than their teachers. And so we have this cycle repeated and keeps demeaning our educational system. So dear listeners, this is not to apportion blame to anybody, but to make us see what we have and what we ought to have. And so to the students, the teachers, the parents, policymakers, even to myself talking, there is a way we can uh, contribute and make this better than just the government. The change starts with us. The difference we want to make starts with us. All right, thank you very much for listening. Education, they say, is the password for the future. Ladies and gentlemen, we encourage us to take our education serious. And when we take it serious, then our future will be secured. And this is all signing out on the Nigeria Serial Podcast today. Please join us next week as we will be discussing all our issues surrounding this very important topic. Now to the question of the week segment. Who is the first minister for education in Nigeria? Please send your answers to HIO on plus 234-81338-7180. And remember, our winner stands the chance to win one gig. Shout out to my crew, Adiola Daguro Oluathosin, my co-host, Michael Alooja, the head of graphics, to our producer, PLS Music Studio, and Tim's Global Concept, our giveaway sponsor. For more information, please reach us on WhatsApp plus 234-81338-71480 or, or send us a mail at revivednigeramission at gmail.com. Please stay safe and catch you next week. Bye! Bye.